Before going into the intro of this episode of the podcast, I said let me actually give you a little background on the intro because it's going to be a bit different than usual. And that's saying something because most of mine are different from each other. I don't think I've done the same intro or same style of intro two times in a row or even twice ever. But this one's going to be a little different and because it's going to have accents, it's going to have alliteration, other things. And I'm like, if I don't explain it behind it, this might sound really, really bad. So let me set the scene up for you. One day I was driving from point A to point B and it was going really slow. It was a two lane road. Well, well, for two lane, it was a two way road with two lanes on each side, one for the fast lane, one for the slow. Not really, because it was inside of a city. So it's just, there's two different lanes. Usually left is fast lane, right is slow lane, blah, 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 blah. But traffic was so backed up on the side I was on, and I wondered why. A street sweeper, the actual physical machine of a street sweeper, was blocking the way. It was actually really slow itself. It was slow, it was prodding the actual machine, like the car. It was a vehicle that sweeps the streets. And so, in my mind... I personified that street sweeper. I gave it a story, a name, a character. I gave it everything. And in my head, I had a monologue for it. And <laughs> so a couple of my friends, I'm like, I just had this weird experience or weird thought in my head. And they kind of got a kick out of it. So I said, I'm going to do that for you here. But... If I don't explain that first, it'll sound like I'm a person doing a really bad accent and kind of being a little prejudiced unless I set it up first. You be, people who listen, I, I wouldn't expect people to get it if they don't see it because it's a podcast. So it's not like I can put up pictures or video to show that I'm actually talking about a street sweeper itself and not a person with the job of a street sweeper. So... That is the background. I'm setting up the scene. It's an actual street sweeper, street sweeper vehicle, not a person. But I'm giving it personal characteristics. Hope you enjoy it. And here it comes. Oh man, I can't believe it. I finally made it to the big city. After all this time of preparing, planning, and praying, I finally made it. Why is this such a big deal to me? Well, I don't know if you noticed, but I come from a little town. A little town where the people are nice, but the pace is slow. And I'm proud of being a street sweeper. Daddy was a street sweeper. Granddaddy was a street sweeper. Hopefully, my son will be a street sweeper someday too. But for me, right now, I need some action. I need some excitement. I need some adventure. And I can only get that in the big city. Ah, yes. The big city. Everyone's been talking about it. With equal parts of inspiration, fear. Talk about it in trepidation. Because although some people have gone to visit the big city, no one's ever moved there. And the people that have moved there have never moved back. In fact, they never call, they never write. We never hear from them. Well... I think it's time to take my talents to the big city, is what I thought to myself a while ago. 
And eventually, I just headed that way with a dream in my heart and a gleam in my eye. And eventually, I made it. And here I am. And I must tell you, this feels like home. Yes, yes, it feels like home to me. I feel with all the hustle and bustle, the here and there, the go getterness I feel like I am amongst my peers here. I feel I can make my stamp. I can not only be welcome here, but I can be, dare I say, great. Can I be the best? The best sweeper that ever lived. I'm not talking about streets. I'm talking about events. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the high school auditoriums. I'm not talking about recitals. I'm talking about the big leagues. I'm talking about hockey floors, basketball floors. I want to do it all. I want to sweep it all so I can make the folks back home proud. So, for right now, I might be a street sweeper in the big city. But now that I'm here, I got bigger plans. I got bigger goals. And, you know, the people in the big city aren't, aren't as friendly as people back home. But they got, a, they got a different way about them. And while it doesn't always make things easy, it always makes things... Wait, wait what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop. Stop. Don't. No. No, no. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm in a bit of traffic. These people are honking at me and rushing at me, trying to trying to speed me up. But uh, I can only go as fast as I can. This is, you know, a deliberate pace that I take. But where was I? Hey, 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 hey. I told you. Back up. Anyway. Even though I'm in the big city now, I'm still a small city, small town guy at heart, and I remain that. What? Listen. Listen. One more time, it's going to be you and me, all right? Anyway, what was I saying? Yes, 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 the big city. It's just one big old melting. Look! Get off my ass! Sorry. Where, where, where was I? I... 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 I don't have any regrets about moving to the big city. I don't miss the people. I don't know. I love the big city. I'm not lonely here. I'm not afraid all the time. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Wow, that uh took a dark turn at the end there. Going to be honest with you, even I didn't know that was going to take such a dark turn. But sometimes I get started, can't stop. That's where my brain goes. I know I'm not alone. I know there's a few people like that out there, namely everybody. When our brain just inexplicably go to these really dark and weird places, even though we didn't mean for them to go there. And it's like, wait, why are you doing this? Why are you going to this place? I, you took a perfectly fine piece and you ruined it. No wonder Hollywood won't sign you. You're a terrible plot twist. Thing about plot twists are they're okay. Dot dot dot. When they bring something new, but like also interesting, in my opinion. But it's just my opinion. Who cares? That's actually not today's topic at all. Today's topic, as you can tell from the title. It's about being a millionaire, but a specific kind of millionaire. 
I was, I get the lottery notifications because um, I signed up for something a while ago. Not that I, I don't play lottery ever with the occasional Powerball or Mega Millions buy-in. When a group of people get together, put their money together with tickets, I think that would be an amazing way to get rich, <laughs> to get rich with a number of other people. But it's something about that million dollar mark still, right? Something about the million dollar mark, that one million dollar mark, that really gets people excited. So I got a notification for this millionaire raffle. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then I thought about it some more. And I thought to myself, well, how cool is it actually? How cool would it be to win exactly $1 million? And I'm about to say something that's going to actually probably make you a little mad. If not a lot mad. How great is it if you win just a million dollars? Yep, yep, yep. Now, before you get your pitchforks out and say, I'm the 1%, etc., etc., number one, you know I'm not because I am broke. But number two, just think about it. Think about what a million dollars means really in today's economy. Think about that. For example, we know that $1 million number is gross. And for anyone that's ever earned a paycheck, you know what you get in gross and what you take home in net are two vastly different things. Your gross makes it look like you're rich. Your net makes you feel like you are poor because you don't have one, a safety net that is, because you live paycheck to paycheck, except you live slightly behind paycheck to paycheck because you have all the debts. So you're really living to pay paycheck to paycheck to one day say, hey, I'm only slightly in debt instead of majorly in debt. But I digress. Let's move back to the beginning. So that million dollars that you earned, let's take, you know, you're not going to take the annuity. Let's say you take the lump sum. So off of $1 million with federal taxes, state taxes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you can believe you're only taking about 60 to 70% of that. The 70% is generous. 60%, let's say that's a little too strict, even though I don't think it is. So let's say now, out of the million dollars you won, you have $650,000 left. I know. Poor house. You're in the poor house. You're in the poor house. Not yet, but you're getting there. Now, let's say you were fortunate or unfortunate enough to go to school, maybe undergrad, maybe grad, maybe doctor level, et cetera, et cetera. For most of us in that boat, we had to take out student loans. If you're in that boat, if you don't, if you didn't, you got scholarships or your parents are independently wealthy or they weren't, but they made sure that your education was paid for, you pay for your own education, or you, et cetera, et cetera. Congratulations. Proud of you. You have some more money to play with. But for the majority of us, according to the statistics, we're not in that boat. We all have student loan debt to deal with or have had student loan debt to deal with. And estimates range anywhere between uh, the modest 30000 to if you're going for one of those higher programs up to the hundreds of thousands, right? Or 100000 like a doctorate, et cetera, et cetera. Grad school. Grad school is expensive. So out of that six you're now looking at closer to $600,000. Oh, man. 
I don't know. Uh, it's starting to, starting to eat away. Now, let's look at the median price of a home in the U.S. It's around $200,000. You might want a more expensive house. You might want a less expensive house. The reason why I take median is because it takes everything into consideration because we don't know where you would live, whether you live here or there. You can only assume that at some point you'd buy a house. If not, you can rent somewhere, but you probably want to at least rent someplace nice, so it's still going to roughly run you about the same amount of money. So out of the $600,000, we are now dealing with a base of 400000 You have just lost, or most of the money that you had has now gone elsewhere. Now imagine, imagine again, if you're the average American, you are dealing with this thing we call debt. You are carrying credit card debt, automobile debt, et cetera, et cetera type of debt. There's some sort of debt you are carrying. And how much? Well, on average, the average itself is about $90,000 in debt per American. And it's about 80,000 or 80% of the Americans in debt, not 80,000, that would be such a low number. But 80% of Americans carry debt in some way. And the average debt is 90000 Now, that does include student loan bills. That does include mortgages. That does include cars. So it's not like you have these and then these other debts on top of that. No, no, no. It's an aggregate. So if that's where most of us face. That means whatever number we come up with, that's, a, that's, that's generally $100,000 to like get clear of the debts that you earn. Now, when you get clear of the debts that you earn, like the house... Now you have a completely free and clear house, <laughs> your credit's much better, et cetera, et cetera. So there are definitely benefits to paying off your credit. You all know this. That's nothing new that I'm telling you, but we're dealing with, after all of that, significantly less money than a million dollars, significantly less without really getting into the fun things that you'd want to do with the money. You'd want to travel, you'd want to do this and that and everything, but the thing about winning a million dollars is great. The feeling would be great, but then how, you'd have to work to maintain whatever kind of lifestyle you're trying to live. That's not the type of money that says, I can retire from forever now, depending on how old you are. The younger you are, the less likely $1 million is going to get it. Because at some point, even if you pay yourself a modest salary, <laughs> that million dollars is going to run out. Not to mention the family members and friends and everyone that knows you've won this million dollars. Because it's not going to be a secret. It's not. Somebody's going to know you won the million dollars. And then everyone else is going to expect for you to take care of them or do something for them. And you don't have that much money to be spread around. After all is said and done, you have about... A couple hundred thousand to do that, that thing with, especially if you're not planning on working for a while. So to win a million dollars is one thing. To earn a million dollars, to earn a million dollars is a completely different animal in and of itself. So you win the million, but after taxes, debt, providing yourself a modest, modest income and some other fun things that you want to do with your money, some other fun events, items, activities, you're pretty much back to normal. You're pretty much back to square one, especially if you're in your 20s, 30s, and I would argue even 40s. 
the older you get, the more that a million dollars can mean for you at the end, given life expectancy, et cetera, et cetera. Then again, you know how long you're going to live. Don't know how long you're going to live. Now, you can try to do certain things with this money, like set up businesses, et cetera, et cetera, buy into real estate, invest in the stock market, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, these things are still all gambles. The things that can provide high rates of return are all risky to a certain extent. That's just what it is. And the things that can provide guaranteed rates of return aren't going to be, aren't going to be, hey, I put this in, I put this million dollars in this trust fund. I will live off the interest forever. No, <laughs> no, you actually can't. Ultimately, it's not going to be enough for you, for the average American to live on year to year. It's not very possible. Um, and that way. Now, if you go into the middle of nowhere, buy a big piece of land that you know how to cultivate and build things on yourself and want to live below your means for the rest of your life, go for it. That's That sounds ideal. That sounds perfect. But for a lot of people, they want the creature comforts in life. They want the fun trips. They want the experiences. They want the nice homes. They want the nice cars. They want things and they want to enjoy those things with others which nothing wrong with either styles of living in my opinion our time here is short we have to do what we have to do to enjoy it while we're here but those things add up quickly which is why we're all in the debt that we have and honestly i'm in the debt i have and i haven't had that much fun to be like oh man great great debt now here's the thing this only applies, this uniquely really only applies to winning a million dollars. And here's why. Because usually when you win the one million dollars, your lifestyle wasn't whatever it was before you won the million. It's you were working a job that pays significantly less than that one million dollars. Significantly less. So by the time you win it, that's a complete change to your income bracket. But also, it's going to be a perceived change in your lifestyle, which really, the only way it truly, truly works out is if it does not change your lifestyle at all. Then it's like, wow, I have this really nice nest egg. I was able to buy a nicer car, nicer blah, 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 but I'm not going to live anywhere above and beyond my means. And just because there's a million attached to my name at some point in time, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not even one millionaire because they took the money <laughs> and it's all about what you have in the end as far as that million goes. Now here is why I consider earning the million different than winning the million and not because it's like you worked hard and you deserved it. If you earned the million by a certain year, that means you've passed, in my opinion, certain financial marks along the way. Most times you don't go, I mean, now it's a little different in the age of social media, et cetera, et cetera. But in the past, most times you don't go from earning no millions to earning 1 million specifically like that. Like eventually earn a hundred thousand, the hundred thousand is a couple hundred thousand, a couple hundred thousand can then spike to a half million, then a half million goes to a million, et cetera, et cetera, or different metrics, different numbers than that. 
but you've been doing things all along to build up to that million earning. And with that earning a million, that means more millions should be on their way, or at least other millions, because you've done something that's earned you that money. But also it means you've been living whatever that income bracket is that you're building up to, you've been living those income brackets along the way. You've been living like you're earning whatever type of money that is along the way. And that's not to say you'll be any better with the money. In fact, you could be a whole lot worse. It's just all along, you've been earning the money leading up to that, like some stairs, instead of just a huge jump. So it's less of a sticker shock, less of a change in lifestyle, less of a chance to fail because of lack of income than it is for everyone else. If I work a job that earns me, let's say, $40,000 a year, then all of a sudden I hit pay dirt and get a million dollars. Well, I mean, I might live, I might be able to live fantastically that first year, but after living fantastically that first year, I'm going to go back to my $40,000 earning income unless I do other things. But for someone that has earned up to that, well, then you probably made $300,000 the year before or something. You made something that indicates, hey, a million's on the way. So hopefully you prepared for it. Me, I didn't make anything that let me know millions were on the way. So this is just a windfall. And because I wasn't prepared to have it, I don't know if I'm well equipped to spend it. That's me personally. But in either case, you know who's prepared to spend it? Spend the money that you got? Everyone else. Everyone else. Because it's human nature. That is human nature. It's like, whoa, you're a millionaire? No, no, no. We're a millionaire. We're all a millionaire. And the more people that you have in your life that are somewhat close to you, the less you have of the pie for yourself. Forget about the hangers on. Forget about the random fourth cousin that you've never talked to before, but they have this great crazy scheme and idea. What about like your actual significant other? What about your actual best friend? What about your parents? What about your siblings? That could be one to five people right there that you're going to want to do something for. You don't, like you're living great, why would you want to see them struggle? Then all of a sudden, that million one, you'd be lucky to keep a couple dollars from it. And you're like, well, I want to save something for any day, but how could you save that? And there's some very bright and smart and intelligent people that would know how to stretch a million dollars into tens of millions of dollars they'd be able to build an empire from that and conglomerate and there's a lot of smart insightful and bright people that would also think they can do that and they would lose their shirts trying to do that because again investing in anything is still a gamble it's a calculated gamble but it's still a gamble they would think well if i invest in this new technology or invest in this company or invest in this thing then with this with this remaining two hundred thousand dollars i have it'll or buy this house etc etc it's going to make things better there's so many failure stories about that 
there's actually more failure stories than success stories. But you just never hear the failure stories. Because no one likes to hear the failure stories. Unless it's on the news. But we love hearing the success stories. But the key is, for every one person that makes it, there are several that did not. Not to say that true won't or you can't. Just saying that there's a possibility. All things are possible. Even when a million dollars. But for me, I think I'd rather just hit the big jackpot. I think I'd rather just hit the big jackpot so I can go wild and rambunctious with my money. Give everybody that I want to give money. Pay off everybody's whatever. Give some to charity. And spend the rest on expensive drugs. And Just kidding. The food. Food. Food and a good time. And go to sleep. And then disappear in the wild somewhere. Just buy some land and live off of it. But really, really party for like a year. That's my idea. That's what I would do. And I would gift it to people. Gift it to people because you can't take it with you. So while I'm here, might as well give it to you and you you go. You go have a good time with it. Because I've had my good time. And that's what I'd want to do. I'd rather wildly win a big jackpot or earn the million dollars. Because I know there's more in the way. And if there's more in the way, that means I might be working hard. But at least I can play hard too. I guess what I'm trying to say here is... If you have any winning numbers for the large jackpot, please, please, please email me at nameofthispodcast at gmail.com. While you're there, you can also leave feedback if you want. Just no big deal. Only if you want. And also, that is a clever way of wrapping up today's broadcast podcast episode. If you notice, this one's a day after my previous episode and there's a reason for that there's a reason for that i'm gonna see if i can keep this going until the new year so every day i plan on producing a podcast episode and throwing it out there and hopefully somebody will enjoy it i know i have so far but i don't want this one to be too long so i'm going to sign off thank you for listening to me this has been an interesting journey hope this was an interesting topic for you if not this is 20 some out of the episodes check out i'm sure you'll find one interesting and uh i'm gonna go now thank you so much for listening and i'll talk to you next time bye